What happens in Vegas? What happens in Vegas? First down, touchdown, Super Bowl. Vegas, he's Cincinnati Street, greatest two cold. Cardinal Waller, it can't be stopped. Jacobs with the rock. O line hit the blocks. Offense off the chain. Defense is ready. Pay the nation one goal just when bait. What happens in Vegas? What happens in Vegas? What happens in Vegas? Things are happening. Things are happening in Vegas. What up, Raider Nation? It is your host, Neil Maligno. You are listening to the What Happens in Vegas podcast. And man, things are happening in Vegas. The Raiders have hired a general manager. The Raiders have hired a head coach. Some of you are very upset. Some of you are very excited. Some of you are just kind of wait and see, you know, just just neutral to the whole thing. And that's fair. All the all these positions are fair. You can feel however you want to feel. Um, I like to take an open approach to it. I know a lot of people are already like super pissed off about it. I'm on, you know, Raiders message boards and social media on Twitter and everywhere else. And I, I, I see people who are very upset about the hire. I also see people who are very excited. And I get I, I also get. You know the wait and see approach. I'm I'm with that in and some aspects of it as well. So let, let's talk about some of this really quick. There's going to be lots of episodes to cover um, all all of these topics. This this is kind of a breaking news type of episode. Um, you know to stay with the news and to stay with the current events that are happening around the team. We're going to have to dig way deeper into Josh McDaniels, into Dave Ziegler, the new head coach and general manager of this football team. Um, so there's a lot happening right now right like there's there's a lot to consume here um there's a lot that i'm not going to do it all in one episode i'm just you know gonna scratch the surface on this one because we have a lot to look into right like if we just this this is more of an instant reaction right this is an instant reaction episode um the actual deep dive into all the different things from the narratives which you know i love me a good narrative the stories the drama you know i love that um, and then there's the numbers and the records and the players and the drafts and the free agency and all these things that these two have done um, that we're going to have to cover. We're going to have to cover them. And I'm not going to do it today, um, but we are going to scratch the surface here today. So the main thing is, you know, you got a lot of people calling the Raiders Patriots West. It's cute. It's cute. I get it. Um, you know, for anyone not familiar, Josh McDaniels has been the offensive coordinator in New England um, and Dave Ziegler is basically the GM, the GM in, uh, in New England. Uh, and you know, and it's funny when you say these things, I say basically, and basically offensive coordinator, stuff like this, because it's Bill Belichick's team, right? And we know Bill Belichick has a stranglehold on everything, on everything. It just is what it is. So I say it like jokingly, right? Like the offensive coordinator, sort of the GM, you know, stuff like that, because you know, you're always going to hear people say it's Bill Belichick's team. It's his team. He makes the moves. He makes the calls. He calls the plays. He does everything. He is the GOAT, the legend, the very hated from the Raiders side of things, uh, Bill, Bel- Bill Belichick. But listen, let, let's say, let's just call it a, how it is, right? They're the new head coach, the new general manager. And I know the big thing 
that is happening across Twitter and, and, and every every everywhere Raider Nation is, you know, conversing is that Rich Basaccia will not return to the Raiders, right? So before we get to Josh McDaniels and these guys, let's let's talk about Rich Basaccia for a second. Um, the Raiders made the playoffs this year. That's what we all wanted, right? Like that's we all wanted to make the playoffs. And as I've mentioned in previous episodes, as things started to go bad, as we lost our head coach, lost our number one wide receiver, first round draft pick, injuries started piling up, tight end gets hurt. All these things are happening, right? Guys not coming back from injuries, all, all these things. We're like, it's over. This is the season is over. It's a complete waste. And we're, we're starting in a worse place than we thought next season. However, however, turn of events changed. And we made the playoffs. Just, just made the playoffs, but we made it. And here's the thing. The players loved Rich Passaccia. Of course they did. Of course. He is the guy who was uh, given the, the, the lead role when everything went bad. And things turned out okay. Things turned out for some in a best case scenario, right? Um, he's a leader of men. He pulled them together. He's part of the brotherhood. Um, a friend, Max Crosby, Derek Carr, all these guys, they can't say nicer things about the guy. The, the way they talk about Rich Passaccia is the way you want people to talk about you. It's true, right? It's true. It's a fact. Um, and I love it. I get it. We all liked Rich Passaccia. I mean, like as the dude, as a human, he was a great guy. Everything, everyone gave ringing endorsements of him from this from before he was ever the head coach, interim head coach. Um, they they always talked about him in in, a, in, a, in good fashion, right? In a good way. So, shout out to him. Shout out to what he did. Shout out to him holding the team together in the capacity that he did, and you know, getting them to the wild card round and 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 all of that. There's no. There's no reason to like slight him in some major way. Um, he worked with what he had, right? However, I don't like when the fans act like he was the next great head coach, as if he was this golden head coach that, you know, dominated as the interim head coach and just crushed it. Let's not forget when he became head coach for the team, they beat the Broncos, right? Great. They're, you know, feeling good. They beat them. Not a very good football team, the Broncos, but they beat them. Then they go and they beat the Eagles. Cool. This is feeling good, right? Like, we're like, damn, okay. Uh, better than we thought. You follow that up with a loss to the Giants, a spanking to the Chiefs, a spanking to the Bengals, and then they come back and barely beat the Cowboys. And then they lose to, to the Washington football team. Get smacked again by the Chiefs. At this point, everyone's given up, right? <laughs> You're like, all right, we just lost to, you know, the, 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 the Washington football team, smacked by the Chiefs. We're giving up again, right? Like we lost to the Giants. We lost to the Chiefs twice. Two just got smoked both times. Um and so the, the wins in between didn't feel good, right? Because you're like, yo, we're getting smacked left and right by teams like either that are really good or that we shouldn't be really losing to. Then the Raiders follow up. They beat the Browns barely. They beat the Broncos barely. They beat the Colts barely. 
They beat the Chargers barely and make the playoffs. Four straight wins. Now, you can look at this however you want. If you're going to give credit for those four wins at the end of the season, barely winning games, then you have to take away credit for the spankings by the Chiefs, the losses to teams like the Washington football team, the Giants, the Bengals earlier in the season. You cannot ignore those things, right? Those were horrible losses, especially the one to the Washington football team, the one to the Giants, the, the spankings to the Chiefs, not even like you, you competed. They were terrible games, right? And then barely getting four games in a row win. So they got themselves into the playoffs. I'm not going to knock them. Like this NFL is hard. Nothing is guaranteed. And he pulled them through. Then in the wild card, it just, I don't care how you feel about it. It was not a good game. It just wasn't good enough. And yeah, there were bad calls and weird whistles and all kinds of stuff, but they lost 26 to 19 to the Bengals and and the Bengals are, are good. They're super good. They're really good. They're in the Super Bowl. <laughs> They're good. They're a really good football team, but the Raiders had plenty of opportunities in that game where it didn't even feel like, you know, it was enough effort or just the right play calling or things were just frustrating, just super frustrating. And that happened in a lot of those close games. The Raiders couldn't score in the red zone. It was not fixed after John Gruden left. It wasn't a John Gruden problem. It wasn't his fault. It was the team's fault always. It just wasn't good enough. Now, if you keep Rich Passaccia, you're also going to keep Greg Olson. You know that. They're not going to change that. Just call it what you will. They're not going to change him. So now you bring back Rich Passaccia, you bring back Greg Olson, and you expect the offense and the red zone, all these things to magically work better? What are you going to do, add a player or something in the draft, add a free agent? The Raiders at their core could not score in the red zone. It just would not work. And you could blame that on a multitude of things. The players, their abilities, the coaches, the play calling, whatever you want to do. But it was horrible absolutely trash. And a lot of those games that they lost, or a lot of those games they didn't compete in, or a lot of those close losses that could have, e- I mean, close wins that could have easily been losses, didn't need to be that way. It didn't need to be that way. And I'm not blaming Rich Versace 100%. It's not all his fault. He worked with really well with what he had, but he just doesn't have an expertise in offensive play calling or on the offense at all. He's a special teams coach. He was a great leader of men. He did a ton. He was great. I liked the guy. I really did like the guy. But was it enough? Was it ever going to be enough? I doubt it. I really do. I really do doubt it. Because the, the, it just it just didn't get better. It didn't get dramatically better. I wanted to believe like it was a, John, a John Gruden issue. John Gruden's calling these plays. He's not just just not getting it done in the modern day with red zone officially, and they never changed. It never changed. And Rich Passaccia, it's not like once he became head coach, was going to change the offense. It's just not what he does. <laughs> it's not what he does. So this had to happen. Whether you like Rich Passaccia or not, this had to be the outcome if you wanted this team to be better, like dramatically better. So. In comes Josh McDaniels, and in comes uh, Ziegler. And I I know a lot of people hate Josh McDaniels. And again, we're I'm going to have a whole episode dedicated to him. We're really going to dig deep. And same with Ziegler. Ziegler, 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 Ziegler. 
looks like Ziegler sometimes. I mean, what, do I, what can I tell you? We're gonna we're gonna have whole episodes dedicated to them. But to just jump out as a Raider fan, to just jump out and be angry and be dismissive and say it's a terrible move, I think it's foolish. I think it's foolish. It's a weird reaction to have. It's just strange. It's odd. It's an odd move. We're talking about a head coach. And again, I'm going to I'm going to get into it on another episode. This is just a quick breaking news episode. But we're talking about a guy who was like the most coveted offensive coordinator in the NFL, the one who refused to even leave his team because he knew he was in a good situation. He knew it was good. He don't don't tell me he's not a coveted coach. The Colts wanted him. He just bailed because things weren't perfect for how he how he needed it. He needed a Ziggler to go with him to the Colts. That's what he needed. That's what that's most likely was the sticking point. He probably didn't trust the front office and he had to do what he had to do. That's what I've seen. That's what I've heard. Shitty, shitty move. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not here to defend the move. And then you're going to talk about the Broncos and his coaching history there. He, he barely got to coach there. It wasn't very long. It was a very short run. It was marred in some controversy. Um, weird stuff happened there. Uh, a lot of people talk about the Jay Cutler situation, man. Will you please? Jay Cutler ain't Derek Carr. Not in the slightest. Not in his performance. Not in his personality. Not in anything. And I know people, oh, he's probably going to trade Derek Carr. Ain't happening. He would not have come to the Raiders if his plan was to trade Derek Carr. Josh McDaniels would not be the Raiders head coach right now if he didn't like Derek Carr. It would just be too hard. It'd be too hard. He's not going to come to this division, uh, the AFC West, with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and whatever the Broncos are going to do a quarterback and then go, oh, you know what? I'm going to start fresh at quarterback. I'm just going to start fresh. Going to race it all and just roll the dice on some rookie or, um, you know, something like that. It's not happening. He likes Derek Carr. He believes in Derek Carr, who many could argue is definitely a top 15 quarterback. Some feel he's top 10. And who knows what he'll do with a coordinator or head coach now like McDaniels. He's he's always been a, he's always had a good offense. For the most part, there's been very little you know issues with the with the Patriots' offense. It's always been a, a a fun offense. And yeah, you're gonna say he had Brady. So what? Brady won Super Bowls, right? He won Super Bowls with him, right? Because I've seen a lot of good quarterbacks have bad coaching and not win Super Bowls. I've seen it happen plenty. Oh, he had Bill Belichick. Okay, but Bill Belichick also had him. Would a guy like Bill Belichick keep coaches around that he didn't respect, that he didn't think were smart, that he didn't think was were good at their job? Does that even make sense to you? Does that register to you? What elite people do you know in this world who keep bums around them? That's like saying, oh, Michael Jordan, you know, everyone he played with sucked. He just made them all great. Come on, man. Pippen, Rodman. These guys, they had all the role players. They were not, it wasn't just Jordan. It was those guys. And you can look across everything. No no elite, high-level person has got, got a bunch of scrubs with them that they don't think are smart, that they don't think are more than capable. I'm telling you right now, I bet you the Patriots feel horrible about losing McDaniels and Ziegler. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. It's not. They don't feel good about this. They're not like, oh, we could just plug and play. They're going to try to. But it's going to be bad for Mac Jones. It's going to be bad for a lot of people over there. And don't tell me about what he did in Denver. I don't care about what he did 12 years ago. The dude was 30-something years old trying to be Bill Belichick. 
<laughs> it's just that's what he was trying to do. Let's be honest. Like he was a young dude who went over there super raw and just just there was just some things that just didn't go well and he didn't get a lot of time to do it either. So um, I believe we're talking about a guy who's much more mature than he was when he was in Denver. I believe we were talking about a guy who's much more talented at his at his job. I believe he's a guy who now understands things much better. I don't want to hear about all this crap. I really don't. And to just for the Raider fans, man, I don't I never understand team uh, fans who immediately bash things so quickly. Like you are really going off of, you know, nonsense when you really get down to it and think about it. Like what makes you want to react so horribly to stuff immediately? <laughs> like not let it play out, not try to understand it not try to look into it further. It's like, as soon as it was announced, you were just sour on it. <laughs> you didn't even give it a chance. You didn't even do research. You didn't look into it and go, let me see what the Raiders seen here. Let me, let me try to understand what Mark Davis is seeing here. Again, I'm not saying like this is hundred percent guaranteed or it's going to work out for a fact that I'm not concerned about anything at all, but they just come out so negative. So it's so odd to take such a crazy, harsh committed approach of anger to the move we're hoping this dramatically improves the raiders offense that this dramatically improves Derek carr's game that ziggler drafts well decent that we stop reaching for first round draft picks that make no sense and again i'm gonna Future episodes. Future episodes, we're going to look. Uh, we'll have a Josh McDaniels episode. We'll have a Ziggler episode. We'll do it all. It's not going to happen here. I'm not going to do it here. I'm just reacting to the instant news here. I am happy. I am going into this positive. I am going into this with a positive momentum that things will pan out well. I don't think these two gentlemen would have left the Patriots organization if they didn't truly believe in themselves and what's in place that they could fix this because you're stepping into a hell of a division. <laughs> you're stepping into a monster of a division. You would not do that unless you really, really believed that this was a really good situation for you to, to make a dramatic impact. And you can't just say these are guys who are just jumping at opportunities. They're arrogant. They're full of themselves. They would have took other positions a long time ago. This isn't the first opportunity this, these guys have had. So all I'm saying is, Raider fans, keep an open mind. Stay open. Stay fluid. Stay flexible. Don't just bury yourself in a negative place. It's not good for your health. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for your fandom. It's just a weird approach. Coming from a team who we've seen tons of struggle, haven't had the best of luck the last 20 years, and as soon as this team makes a move, you're negative. Like, try. Try to be open. I'm not even saying that you got to be parading in the street. I'm not saying you got to go crazy on social media and, you know, put up balloons for Josh McDaniel. I'm just saying, have an open mind. Say, I'm going to see how this plays out. We've done way worse than this. I can assure you, I know you know. I know you know our past. I know you know our last 20 years. We've done way worse than this. 
at least on paper, at least on a, on approach, at least with common sense. We've done way worse. This isn't the worst thing the Raiders have ever done. It's not going to end that way. So be open to it. See the moves they make initially. See how they draft. See how they coach. See what players say. See what the first impressions are. See what the interviews are like. Check the narratives. Check the results. Don't just come out bashing. Guns a-blazing. This just doesn't make any sense. The, the approach doesn't make sense. Is this how you attack everything in your life? Negative? Come on, man. You just It doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't make sense. So I'm coming into this with an open mind. I'm coming into this with a positive, fresh outlook. I'm excited to see what takes place in the near future, the distant future. Um, I'm hoping this works out really well for the Raiders. Um, I can remain positive and open to you know what made why these moves were made. I understand them. I understand like what the goal was. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing them talk, hearing them speak about the organization, their plans, all that kind of stuff. Um, of course, players are talking great about Rich Basaccia. That's what they're supposed to do. That's what friends do. They want to see him succeed. They're open. They're open endorsements. That's what you do for someone when you know they are going into a new role or looking for a new job or trying to get paid. You openly speak well of them. And you speak and you speak support for them because you know you're not going to be working with them. So you openly share your support and love for that person. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not saying that the move is bad. Like I see the conspiracy theorists already out there. Oh, look at these weird tweets. Look at these subliminals. Look at these cryptic tweets. They're, you know, they're talking good about Rich Versace. Yeah, that's what people do. <laughs> people do support other people, you know. That's what they do. We'll see how this plays out. As long as it doesn't get too crazy, Josh McDaniels doesn't, you know, he does I, I I know a lot of people think like, oh, he's Bill Belichick Jr. He's gonna have this negative vibe and this energy and make things not fun and he's gonna be nasty. I think you got I think you got a little confused. I don't think it's gonna be that way. And don't and don't look at his job 12 years ago and say that's him now. That's a that's a that's a crazy, you know, mentality to have. None of us are the same person we were 12 years ago. I hope you aren't. I hope you're not the same person you were 12 years ago. I hope you don't perform the same way you performed 12 years ago. I hope that's not what you're doing. Because that's not the kind of growth we're looking for. That's not the kind of growth we want in people. Every day, every year, every month, every second, we're trying to get better. Josh McDaniels has gotten better. Ziegler is a good move. It makes him comfortable. Stay positive. Listen, Raider Nation, what happens to Vegas fans? Listen, fam, listen, I'm going to have much more content coming directly about Josh McDaniels, directly about Ziggler, directly about this team. We're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep chopping it up. We're going to keep breaking it down. We're going to be critical. But we're also going to stay positive about it until things demand us to be negative with negative feedback. When when the team loses bad, we're going to talk some negative shit. When the team doesn't perform well, we're going to talk bad about it because it's, it's not the time to... Applaud them. If they make a move we think is absolutely ridiculous, we're gonna talk about it. And we have to have we have to be critical, we will. But we're not what we're not gonna do, and what happens in Vegas is just come out here as soon as a move is made and just start slamming it without seeing anything at all. I mean, you want to live in the past and talk about 12 years ago, feel free to do that. Feel free to say negative out the gate. 
But I would recommend you at least stay open, stay flexible, stay fluid. Don't don't just put yourself in a corner. And that's the same for and that's saying for people who want to be like overly positive for no reason at all. Like, I mean, that's your life approach. Good. I'd, I'd rather you be happy than, you know, mad or sad all day. So that's fine, too. But I'm also not going to be like jumping out the window excited and not know anything that's here. And I know the plan. I know the story. And I know the narrative, not know the discussions, the interviews, the the draft picks, the free agency, the coach. And I want to see it all. And I have no problem with Josh McDaniel, Ziegler, these moves and, and seeing how they play out. I have no issue. I, I 100% can see a world, a reality, a future where these these moves work out. And so I'm not going to slam it. Not now. Not until I have a reason. What happens in Vegas? There's a whole lot of stuff right now. Raider fans, I will talk to you next episode. I appreciate you for chopping it up with me. You know, if you aren't subscribed, you can subscribe on the YouTube. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're at. Please leave a review. Those five-star reviews don't just look nice. They aren't just super comforting and warm in my heart. They also help people find the podcast, new listeners, all that kind of stuff. Your, your ringing endorsement carries weight around here. We appreciate it greatly. You can also follow on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, anywhere you go social media-wise, at Clock Dodgers. That's the handle, C-L-O-C-K-D-O-D-G-E-R-S. Let me know you're following. Let me know you're listening to the podcast. I will follow you back. That's how we roll. We're family, Raider Nation style. We don't leave each other hanging out there like that. Um, And that's it for today. Again, way more content to come. This is exciting. This is exciting. I don't care whether you hate it or not. This is exciting times. It's a fresh start. Something different. Something positive, hopefully. Stay open. Stay open to it. Stay open. Stay neutral. So you have a reason to be angry. <laughs> All right, Raider Nation. This is what happens in Vegas. We're out. This is the Clock Dogs Podcast.